0: news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy,
1: happy, happy, happy Friday. Oh, it's the last day of the week. we got a three-day uh, weekend coming up. I'm Gatos. Chad is out today. There's Becky Lynn. She's always here. I am. And in for Chad, the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. Hey. What's up,
0: Gatos? Oh,
1: it's going to be a lot of good stuff from the wise man today. No pressure. Expecting a good show. It's funny because we were talking this morning and uh, we're talking about uh, the Great Wall of Ducey, right? So we put all these shipping containers at the wall and uh, that's what I like to call the Great Wall of Ducey. And uh, there has been so much drama
0: surrounding this wall. Well, yeah. It's incredible. First of all, the, the wall to me, I think most people think that that idea, that concept started with Trump, which isn't true. President right. Obama built a lot of wall. Right. Even Bush, I think, put up some barriers as well along the southern border. And then Trump made it his campaign. He made everything about the wall. Mexico's going to pay for the wall, which, by the way, we're still waiting for that check to clear. Um, but Ducey came up with the idea to put shipping containers at the wall So in um, the gaps.
1: We overpaid for it. We found that out. One of them fell off. They had to replace that. He filled in some gaps. That was good. But in a lot of places, um, the shipping containers just ended. And you could just walk on in. And so now we get the latest drama. And this is probably the biggest drama of the Great Wall of Ducey. Um, the Coco Indian tribe, said, hey, you guys put those shipping containers in the middle of a road. Our road. Oh, and that's right. You put them on our land. You're not allowed to do that. See, a lot of a lot of reason that, you know, the shipping containers ended at one point and you could just walk on in is because you can't build it on tribe land. You can't, you can't put the shipping containers or any wall on tribe land. So the Cocopah Indian tribe says that, th- that the state of Arizona uh, acted against its wishes and they stacked shipping containers on its land to prevent the illegal border crossings. And the tribe is saying um, there are 42 double stack containers on our land. And so that's going to be a big deal. So, wise man, you spoke to the... Cocoa Paw Indian
0: tribe. What did they say? I mean, barely. I mean, but you did. You reached out. I reached out to the the tribe today and basically said, hey, I see you're quoted in this article, the Associated Press. You're all over the place. you got to be upset. So I reached out to their their director of emergency management.
1: Okay, that's a good one. He's
0: quoted in the article. All right. And he said, talk to the communications people. Okay. Okay, so 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 I talked to the communications people. Yeah. And they said, sorry, we're not available. Okay. So that's how far I got. Well, I mean, how upset
1: are they? Because I would guess that they'd be really upset, and I'd guess that they'd probably want to come on. Maybe they're working behind the scenes with Ducey, and they're saying, listen, you got to remove these things. Uh, I don't know. But it's it's pretty interesting that, you know, a, a lot of times Trump wanted to build a certain wall, and, they, and he couldn't do it. And the reason he couldn't do it wasn't just because of the Democrats trying to stop him. It was because he couldn't build the wall on tribe land. So what gives Doug Ducey the right to go and put these shipping containers on tribal land? They're going to be removed. And by the way, okay, so we called we called the Kokan Co- the Kokopah Tribe. They didn't want to come on the radio. Uh, A, that tells me maybe they're not that upset about this. B, why don't you guys just remove it yourself then? Why don't you just move it? Move this. I know it's not easy, but you know you, you the shipping containers got there one way or another. Get rid of them one way or another. If That's your land. It's like, it's like, wise man, if you lived right next door to me, right, and you put a bunch of crap on my lawn, I'm either going to say, you you better remove that. Or if you say, no, I'm not doing it, I'll just remove it myself then. So what are they waiting for?
0: Yeah, and I think, too, the tribe, keep this in mind, the tribes have not wanted a border barrier of any kind ever. That's never been their MO.
1: A lot of times they walk over the border and they walk back. And, and that's, that's how it is there. Well, to
0: them, there is no
1: border, right? right, right. Because
0: their nation is different than our nation. Theirs is an, a sovereign thing. So, like, to them, there is no border there. So, like, why would we put a fence there? That just separates our own nation. Um, obviously, the state of Arizona and the governor's office would like to come to some sort of resolution and build some sort of barrier within the tribal lands so that they can funnel people to certain
1: areas. Yeah, but it sounds like they said, don't build this here, Ducey, and he did it anyway.
0: That's, That's my what it question. like.
1: So I reached out to the governor's office today and oh, basically okay. said, hey, what do you guys think? You know, you what's, know what's you said, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to, read, to reach out to the governor's office anymore. I'm just saying. I have to have wise I
2: know. I, actually, I think we're starting to have to keep a list now.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that means, not, supposed to it
1: means I'm doing my job. All right, what did I do you say? Right I a lot of Gatos' dirty work. I know. Exactly.
0: <laughs> they basically said, we're looking into it. Oh, yeah. Now, here's what I gather from that. Did they actually Put these shipping containers onto tribal land. Like, Is there a line in the sand somewhere in the middle of the desert that says, hey, this is Arizona, this is tribal land, whatever it is? I'm guessing that they're just both mad. They both have their stances. The tribes are like, well, we don't want a border wall, so we're going to complain about these small things. Now, the one you mentioned that's big, did they build the wall through a street, like through a road? Because it says it's blocking half of a two-lane road (laughs) and that it's causing a quote-unquote security issue. I mean, I, I can't imagine they just bu- they just laid a shipping container in the middle of a road. The containers block half of a
1: two-lane road, closing what they call a vital evacu- evacuation route. They also say uh, the containers pose other safety concerns, including if the containers fall. <laughs> Which there is precedent. There is precedent. It has happened. Uh, there was one or two containers that kind of toppled during the construction uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, no one wants to say what it was. Was it a big wind? I don't think so. Uh, I, You know, it's, I don't think it's a big, I don't think it's the monsoon. But if you're Governor Ducey and you're going to put this stuff down on the border, uh, you know, I, from what I understood, they stopped just short of uh, the tribal land. Because we talked earlier this week or late last week that when you go to the border, you see the big brown, you know, tall, rusty, you know, regular fence you know, that's been built. You can see through it. What I think of as the Trump wall. Yeah, yeah. And so you got that. And then you've got the the containers that are stacked next to it. Well, if you just follow the containers from the very start to the very end, they end. And then you walk into the country. Likely where the tribal land starts. That's why I thought that's where it ended, because that's where the tribal uh, property started.
0: Well, and at the very least, if that's the case, they're probably not happy with that either. Because now they've got a bunch of people coming across the U.S.-Mexico border at their land, as opposed to before, where they were just coming across in the middle of Yuma.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the only positive thing from the, uh, from the containers is that I named it a really cool name, the Great Wall of Ducey, and also that it stopped, uh, it filled a few spots in Yuma. And it's kind of tough to get over that wall, even though we saw a couple people get over it. That's it. But the president is supposed to actually build the real wall. Sometime this year, money has been allocated to do that. So those shipping containers should be removed and then the real wall should go in. But I'm not holding my breath for no. Joe Biden to do anything on the border. So now we've got this. And I'll tell you what, Deuce is going to look stupid if he's got to remove some of those shipping containers.
0: Keep in mind, too, that this hasn't lowered the number of people coming across. It has simply changed the place at which they cross the border. And that might make it a little easier for Border Patrol. Yeah. And if that's the case,
1: maybe it wasn't a total waste of time, but it was a lot of money. So we'll see. But if he built it on tribal land, if Ducey built these things, put these things on tribal land, he's probably going to have to remove them. So we'll find out. All right. Coming up next. uh, Are you ready for a robot to serve you the next time you go to a Valley restaurant? I may never go to a restaurant again. It's a Gatos and Chad show.
3: The
2: Gato's Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers.
1: All right, at KTAR.com, take the Gato's Big Q Poll Question of the day. Here it is on the right side of the page, and we're going to discuss this, actually. Some Arizona restaurants are using robots to serve drinks to customers. Are you okay being served by a robot? Yes or no? Uh it's very split. 54 yes, 6 uh, 54% yes, 46% say no.
0: What is there to not be okay with?
1: I don't know. I don't like it. What? Why? Listen, I need a waiter. I need a waitress. I want a, I want the, the the I want the quick ch- stop and chat. And I'm
2: very picky too.
1: You oh you oh, are you one of them?
2: I'm kind of one of those. You're like yeah. I
1: like this on the side, yes. but I want this drink and I want only ice on the bottom of it, and yeah. I want a straw. This and then crispy,
2: I, but not too crispy, and oh, no. yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay, so, so that's
1: is that for food? You're, 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 yeah. You're, okay, I think this is just drinks. Oh. Okay, so um, there's this uh, this restaurant in the valley. And you've been
0: to the restaurant, wise man. I have been to this restaurant, so All I right. can I can speak well of it. Okay, what's the restaurant's name? I forget. I think oh, it's... it's. a terrible start. I think it's Kura? 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 Kura B? Yeah, something like that. K-U-R-B. Oh, that's the robot's K-U-R-B. name. Oh, that's the robot's that's name. That's the robot's name, yeah. It's a sushi bar, right? Yeah, Cur- it's a conveyor belt sushi restaurant. They Cura just put one in by me. Kura Sushi. Yes. Okay. And the robot's name is Cure It's B. Kirby. Oh gosh. Kirby. I don't want to talk about this. That's anymore. how they pronounce it at least. Okay.
1: Well how might already I don't like it. If I can't pronounce your name, I don't want it. Anyway, so did you we, call
2: them and they refused to talk to you too?
1: Well, a lot of people refuse to talk to me, <laughs> Becky Lynn. You know what that? You know what that says? I'm doing You're my doing job. Your
2: job. Restaurants are now turning to robots for
1: extra help, including some right here in Arizona. They're taking over the world, right? Meet your new server, Kirby. Kirby. Yeah, it would have been that would have been smart to have played that before all that stuff. She's quick, works without breaks. She's polite and does everything you tell her to. Now, how do you know it's a girl? I guess the
0: restaurant decides that.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Kirby is a girl. Because, you know, Kirby I always thought I was would a, have thought a that man's was the guy's name. guy's name. Kirby Puckett was a baseball player. Uh, I had a friend in fourth grade named Kirby. That was a boy. Anyway.
0: I'm going back. Holy. you <laughs> need
1: I can't understand any of that. Kirby is now a fixture at every tourist sushi restaurant in the country. Okay, so when you go into this restaurant, Wise Man, what do you see?
0: It is a large conveyor belt that goes all the way around the restaurant. That's where your sushi comes. Okay, because that's not belt. Kirby. That's no. not the robot. No, but it fits the, the machine motif, if you will. I didn't know you were a sushi guy. I am. I can't These eat that stuff. These are fun, though, the, the conveyor belt restaurant. They're fun if you sit at the front of the restaurant.
1: What if you sit in the back?
0: Then all the good stuff it, is taken by the yeah, time by the it gets time to it you. by the time it gets to you.
1: Gotcha. All yeah. right, so you go in, you're at a sushi place, you're eating a whole bunch of meat that's not cooked. Oh, oh. Correct. All right. When, and other weird things. But.
0: When does Kirby come over and get you all boozed up? So there was a hostess who sits us at the table, right? And she says, do you guys know now, how is this she works? she a robot or not? Human. Human. And she says, do you know how this works? And we said, yeah, pretty much. And she goes away. That is the last Contact I had with a human other than the person sitting uh, next to me. All right. uh, For the rest of the night, because our drinks, when we ordered them, you have a little tablet thing, you order that. So I got to get on a
1: tablet that a whole bunch of people have already touched right before I eat dinner. Okay. They wipe everything down before Uh, they I bet they do.
0: Uh, And then the little robot comes around. It's like a Roomba, but it's tall. Okay. It's like three feet tall, probably. Three feet tall, Kirby. And it's got shelves on the back of it. All right. And Kirby comes around the corner, and he comes up to your table. She, sorry. Yeah. She comes up to the table. She turns around, and then you take your drink off the back, mm-hmm. and then she goes away. Well, you know what I would do? i
1: I take my drink and somebody else's somebody, drink. I was going to say, are there others uh, on there? Uh, you have to
2: know which one is yours. <laughs> I thought it was funny you likened her to a Roomba, and yeah. her name kind is of. Kirby. Yeah, kind of. That's just funny.
1: Yeah, it is funny. Because
2: you know that's a vacuum cleaner.
1: That is a vacuum cleaner. That is. It's
2: part of the charm. Kura's a
1: conveyor belt sushi restaurant. So that's what you
0: said. The robots fit, but they're also a big help. Manager Christy Wynn says the little robots take some of the workload off the wait staff. That
2: They're able to do more table touches, interact more with the guests. Need,
0: need Who's interacting more with the guests? That's what's so funny to me because I swear to you, I didn't speak to another employee the whole evening is that so yeah they're like oh we could check more on the table so i'm like nobody checked on me okay
2: so a you need something how do you get kirby's attention to come over
0: on the tablet you can order like if there's something that's not coming on the conveyor belt like you keep getting to the the i don't know tuna spicy tuna but Mm -hmm. it's always gone you can order it and then they'll bring you stuff can i do like
2: hey Kirby, where's my spicy
0: tuna? I suppose you could try that. Try I'm the snap gonna.
2: in your finger thing that's really rude. I don't do you that. You do that? No. Mm. Somebody
1: spitting my food if I do that.
2: My other question is, mm. since you had no interaction with anyone except the hostess, yeah. did you leave a tip?
1: You can't leave a tip for a robot. I well, did not.
2: I'm just saying, You know, would you would you tip the I'd people ra- in the kitchen? You no. know, Would I'd you ver- leave a tip for them? I
0: did not. A, I'd rather have a waiter or a waitress. I'll leave the tip. I don't trust the humans to tip the machine,
1: so... I don't trust the robot to get me the drink I want. Does the robot pour the drink?
0: No. no humans the pour the drink, they put them on the shelf, and then you know what this Kirby is? does this thing. This
1: is just lazy. That's what it This restaurant is just lazy. They don't want to bring your drink from the bar all the way over to your table. And they're cheap too. They don't want to pay somebody to do it. That's what I think.
2: Well maybe they don't have anybody to do it. You know, that is the big thing these days. There's not enough people taking
0: jobs like this. Well so that doesn't make my it doesn't help my point, so no
2: No, but I just-
0: <laughs> They say Kirby's not taking away people's jobs, but let's be honest. Well,
1: yes, Kirby is definitely taking the job away. There's no question about it.
0: They said that's what they mostly did before the employees. They took drinks to tables. I'm like, well, if that was most of their job, then Kirby's definitely taking jobs. Does this really save people time at this restaurant? Does it really? Is it really more
1: efficient to have this Kirby robot bring you a drink instead of a human?
0: Is I guess really it depends. That much more efficient. I guess it depends on what those human workers are doing instead of taking drinks to tables. Are they washing more efficiently? Are they able to cook more efficiently? What put if you more get the on the conveyor
1: tr- belt. What if you get the wrong drink and you're picky like Becky Lynn? You're like, I got to send this back.
2: Yeah, exactly. Then
0: you, you go on the on the on the iPad again and do the thing. Yeah, and I think there's like a call an attendant button or it something is, if you really needed to. This is awful. You know, we just don't want to
1: react with humans anymore. We don't want to shop. Uh, at, like you can you can order your groceries mm-hmm. and never have to talk to a human being mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. You can wait outside and they'll mm-hmm. put a bag in your car. Uh, you can order. And get out
2: though and talk to them.
1: Yeah, but you can you can do everything online. Yeah, you can you can go to church now
0: online, mm-hmm. right? You can uh, order food online. You don't have to go to the movie theater anymore. Most movies are yeah. released on streaming services. Yeah,
2: this not is- as good though. Not as not good usually, at home. We got to have the big screen makes all the difference. I, I, I'm just. Saying.
0: I, I just think that life is getting
1: too impersonal. Yes. Yeah, and I, I think agree. that's a detriment to society. That's why we don't know how to talk to each other anymore. Honestly.
2: I feel like, though, we're in a dying breed because you can talk to people, not necessarily you, Steve, but other people <laughs> no, you of your count. age. Yeah. And they, they're they like, I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. It's not like I see it as something that's ne- necessary for the continuation of the human species. It's like, I don't need other people. I don't want them. I don't like them. Keep them away.
0: For the record, I'm able to talk to people. That's right. You're very good at that. I'm okay. capable. You're approachable. I don't know if I love it. But.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's a robot. Go grab a drink from it at some restaurant in the valley. Coming up next, the Labor Day getaway is underway. Uh will it be a mess on the highways, will it be a mess in the air, maybe going on a little trip. That's next.
3: Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
2: Serious news, seriously entertaining. The
0: Gatos and Chad Show. All
1: right, the average price of gas in Arizona fell to $3.99 a gallon on Thursday. How about that? First time in months. We're now below
0: $4. Did anybody go to Circle K yesterday? I did not. Circle. Circle K Day or whatever they're calling it.
1: They, they gave away a ton of free gas, or It was like 40 cents off. I did not go. Becky Lynn, did you go?
0: Did not
2: do it.
1: All right. So we all missed out. Well, who cares? Gas prices are like, you know, we consider this cheap now. But will people go and fill up, get in the car, go somewhere for a three-day Labor Day weekend? Uh, What about, uh, you know, getting on a plane? How is the... You know, how are the airlines? How is it going to be on the roads? The Labor Day getaway is underway. And joining us now is our friend Alex Stone from ABC News. He's covering this story. Uh, Alex, is it safe to go somewhere
3: this three-day weekend? <laughs> well, things actually look pretty good right now. And, you know, normally on these uh, the the getaway day long weekends, we go, ah, this many flights are canceled and it's horrendous and weather and, and labor here and there. The, the airports look, uh, dare I say it, exceptionally good right oh. now. No major weather, Mm. labor, 147 flights in the U.S. canceled today. That's nothing compared to what uh, normally uh, we see by this time of the day. And uh, at LAX today, you don't hear this very often. It was actually really great. It was smooth, fast. Everything's
2: been smooth. Everything's been great. So far.
3: What? <laughs> you don't hear that in airports. Uh, still a busy day, though. The busiest airports in the U.S., uh, Atlanta, Denver, LAX. So where are people going? And I uh, hopped on the line a little while ago with Haley Berg. Uh, she's at the travel website uh, Hopper. She's her lead economist. And she says, yeah, people are going where they normally go. Vegas is number one. Mm. Orlando, Denver, always very busy. But... There's some places that you wouldn't think of. So
0: most travelers are headed to those big cities. So Vegas, Denver, Colorado, Atlanta, Georgia. But there are a couple destinations a little more off the beaten track that are really popular this year. Myrtle Beach, those end of summer beach getaways, Key West, Florida, even Lexington, Kentucky.
3: Lexington. Mm. That's not normally on the on the top of your list. But, yeah, the average uh, rental car price this weekend, 63 bucks a day. Uh, average hotel price, one. 100- Hundred eighty nine bucks a night. Oh. Cheapest places to fly for Lauderdale, Orlando, Nashville, Tampa, Vegas. And then one more, what are we spending to fly right now? What's the average price? An
0: average of $278, and that is down significantly from 4th of July, Memorial Day, where prices for long weekend trips were well over $400, but about 20% higher than in 2019.
3: So we are paying more, but we're also paying less than we were earlier when there was more demand. That's round trip, by the way. And um, she says that looks like uh, ticket prices are going to kind of hover around where they are right now. In- until November when people uh, begin Thanksgiving travel and uh, booking Christmas travel and they're going to go way high again. So prices have leveled out for a little while on the road. Gas prices, uh, we all know, coming down, but AAA saying inflation and gas prices that uh, it's not going to be crazy numbers of people who are driving. But a lot of people are out there, and amazingly today, people at the airport, they're saying, yeah, you know, this is pretty
0: good right wow. now. And uh, we don't get that all that often on a day like this. We're talking to Alex Stone, ABC News. Alex, is, are the airlines still experiencing the staffing shortages? Like, am I going to get on my plane and find out there's no pilot? Well, you may. They're going to ask you to go up there, and it'll be like a,
3: you know, the movie Airplane, and uh, you'll be up there with a the blow up doll flying up there. Uh, with Kareem. Yeah. Uh, oh, so many lines I want to do so right many now. Lines. I'm not going to do them. Um, yeah, so that's why a lot of the, the pilots, they were on the picket lines yesterday. Uh, American Airlines, United, Delta, they say, look, it is bad. Bad for flight crews, bad for passengers. That this isn't uh, working. The airlines say they know it. They're making changes, but but yeah, it's good could, stuff. Uh,
1: you could deal with it. All right, Alex Stone, ABC News. Have a great three-day weekend, man. You too. Thanks, guys. All right. So if you go over it, uh, gas prices are down. Uh, we've got airline prices. Well, they're down.
0: down from recent prices. Let's let's be clear, because a
1: year ago, I mean, we're up a dollar or so from a year ago. Yeah. But if we're under four, I'm celebrating. OK. You know, for four dollars a gallon, I'm starting to celebrate. Uh, and doesn't mean that that it could go back up. Yes. But likely it'll start going down, you know, hopefully to where the the normal will be. So we're kind of just we've been holding on this year with you know inflation and the gas prices and the plane. You know uh, what was what did he say about uh, it was what two hundred something for a plane? The average it was ticket over price four hundred. Yeah, yeah, so, it was in the high
0: two hundred. I think two seventy 270 something. Yeah, yeah. two seventy eight. Which some. actually, I'm glad to hear him say it's down a little bit because I recently booked a flight. It's about a two and a half hour flight that I usually get for like two fifty round oh, trip. Yeah, and I booked it for five hundred this year. That's no good. That's no. a bad. That's a bad price. There's no doubt. That's a terrible price. So to hear
1: that it's coming back down, right. Maybe I should have waited. Well, I think you look at... Not really. How can you wait, though? No, you can't wait because it could go back up. I mean, you just, you you bite the bullet and you go. But I think if you're looking at it right now, Labor Day, 2022, I know most people don't care, but COVID is down for now. Uh, There's no surge. You've got gas prices that are lower than they've been all year, and... It seems that maybe the airlines are starting to figure things out. Not holding my breath. I'm kind of crossing my fingers, but hopefully things are starting to get a little better out there.
0: I read a story today that thousands upon thousands of Arizonans require roadside service during this holiday weekend. I saw that, yeah. I mean, if you haven't hit the road yet, you might want to consider packing the car up and hitting the road now. Because it's going to be a lot of delays everywhere.
1: Well, if you're going up the I-17, yeah, good luck. Yeah, you're too late. It's, it's, it is. It's too probably. late. It's probably too late. Well, we'll hear for Detour Dan later today, and we'll see you know how bad the the traffic is. All right. Thanks to Alex Stone. Up next is a new way to ensure that your Amazon package doesn't get stolen by porch pirates. Stick around. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
2: You're locked in to the Gatos and Chat Show.
1: Oh, I'm just going to say it. Coming up at 4.05, it's going to be interesting. Midterm mayhem. Every day at 4.05, we bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. We've got some big stuff cooking in that governor's race. And Katie Hobbs made some statement today. We're going to talk about that at 4.05. Make sure that uh, that
0: you're here. There's an important deadline for the governor's race today. Yeah. And Katie Hobbs put out a letter just now. I'm reading it right now. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the contents of that it's in a little bit. It's going
1: be good. It's going to be good. All right, uh, it's, Gatos. it's the wise man, Steve Zinzmeister. Chad's back on Monday. Uh, we've
0: got a lot cooking, including porch pirates. <laughs> it's like the number one thing people talk about when they talk about their, their packages. We talked earlier about robots serving about you in a restaurant, packages. right? I never talk about my packages. Well, you shouldn't. I always,
1: I never do, because if, if, if I, oh, I'm expecting something, and then all of a sudden somebody steals it. Right. And you know what? It might be my neighbor. I'm going to have that conversation later
0: today. Well, then maybe you would consider using a service like this, Gatos, okay. where in Washington, D.C., they have a brand new idea to prevent porch pirates
1: dc is the first place in the country where you can now pick up your amazon packages at a police station
2: here's how this works when people in the area order from amazon they will have the option to deliver to this hub locker and then you actually use the bluetooth on your phone to retrieve the delivery
0: that sounds like a great
1: use of our tax dollars uh i'll just be honest with you i would rather my package get stolen than go and pick it up at the police station because if it gets stolen it'll be replaced. I'm I'm lazy. I don't if I'm if I'm ordering Amazon. If I get on the app or if I tell Alexa, my good close personal friend. I've got two Alexas in the house. Hey, order this stuff uh, and make sure it gets here fast. Two Alexas. It's a whole Do they get along? They don't get along. No. They're in different parts of the house. But with Amazon, it's the convenience. Why would I want to order something and go pick it up somewhere? To protect it. It's, That's that's their argument. No, I'm not saying I agree with that. no, go and steal it. And then I'll call Amazon and say, I never got the package. And then I never have to go anywhere.
2: I need somebody who used to order everything from Amazon, and then they got things stolen off the front porch. Yeah. So they rented a post office box. Okay. So these packages could be delivered to the post office box. What's the point? What's the point? Well, First it's the of all, same thing, right? Yeah, but you're having to pay for the post office box, and then you have to get up and drive down to the post office no. to get your stuff. And What's I thought, why wouldn't you just go to the store and buy whatever that was? Because it was something you could get easily.
1: Let me ask you a question. What's the best part about it, uh, ordering Amazon? What's the best part? That you don't have to go that get it. That you don't have to go yeah, get it?
0: Yeah, and now I've got to go get it. Mm-hmm. So why yeah, would I do that?
2: It defeats the point.
0: Yeah. Here's my thing. If you're willing to get it delivered to the police station, first of all, police shouldn't have to watch your package. No, exactly. Second of all, <laughs> why wouldn't you just go to the store yeah. and buy the item at the store? <laughs> That's true. Is the store further <laughs> than the police station? Yeah, this person
2: I knew always ordered pet food. and It, it would also be cheaper, probably. It wasn't specialty food. It was just anyone. Had, and it was like, well, just go to the grocery store. <laughs> right. Just as easy. <laughs> I thought.
1: <laughs> well, well, not necessarily because you could go on Amazon, order what you want, and then it goes to the police station. If you want to go to the grocery store, you got to actually walk in and pick the stuff
0: out. Here's what I want. Well, the sense. police
2: aren't going to bring it out to your car. I'm pretty sure it's not curbside. Well, they,
0: they better. I want an armed guard <laughs> yeah. at the box, and drive I want through. them to I want when I pull up, I want them to know who I am and bring it to my car. <laughs> and throw it in
1: the trunk, and I I'm wanna, not going to say a word to them. I want a drive-through. Yeah. Hand me the, hand me the, if you're the cop, hand me the package. Don't we have a shortage of police officers Of course right we do. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so here's an idea. Let's put more on their plate and have them watch all our packages at the front door. Where is this again, D.C.? This is in Washington, D.C. Okay. Uh, no, I don't like this idea. I don't like this D. C. idea. D.C. always comes up with the greatest ideas, right? Uh, no, they don't. They don't.
1: I, I love Amazon because it is so simple. You now don't even have to go in the app. You can just ask Alexa if you've got one. I mean, that's how I order my coffee. Uh, you know what? I don't even order it. I'm I'm in the middle of the, I'm in the middle of the room and Alexa pops off for no reason and goes,
2: "Hey, do you want that coffee?" Do is that you, what she yeah. yeah,
1: it's time to reorder blah blah blah. And I go, "You yeah, darn right it is." Yeah, go ahead and do it. I don't even have to I don't even have to, I'm not even I'm not it's not even up
0: to me. It's up to Alexa. Mm. And then, you know, they'll they'll deliver the coffee in like an hour. See, this thing's like a lockbox, kind of like what you were talking about, Becky Lynn. Yeah. But I think they should just leave the boxes out in front of the police station, and if somebody comes to take them, then you arrest them. That's a good idea. And we yeah. just got the porch pirate. I like it. I like it. Who
1: are these porch pirates, by the way? I
2: do know. They're ra- They're I'm just- lucky. I've never had anybody steal anything off my porch. Have you? Have you ever lost a package? I don't think so. I don't either.
1: Now, because we have like a thing in our neighborhood. Um, if somebody has a package... One of our neighbors will grab it. Ah,
2: uh, great. And so, cool. yeah. Because you know all your neighbors. You well, guys have an
1: alliance. They won't give it back. They'll just they'll grab it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, the Gatos and Chad Show, the wise man is in today. Coming up next, seven Arizona schools, seven, have received threats or seen guns on campus this week alone. Why is this happening? We'll talk about it next.